Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Amachita. Amachita is from Los Angeles, and they have released Sacrifice the Bastard Son, their second full length. Pop this in and turn to 10. And here is my interview with Amachita. Well, I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Definitely, definitely. All right. How was the recording process for Sacrifice the Bastard Son? How did it go for you? I was a, it was a little bit of a process. It's because, um, like, uh, we are not living in the same tunnel together, and um, part of the band is, uh, is in the UK, and I live in Italy now. And uh, the other, the singer actually that is on the album was in Toronto at the time. So it was a little bit here and there. And Nick uh, did all the guitars and most of the leads and solos. And then Jamie finished some of them. And at that point, when guitars and bass was ready, uh, I went to Phoenix and I met there with Giovanni. <laughs> Two Giovanni's in the band already too much. (laughs) 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 And I recorded drums first and he showed up and recorded vocals. And so the the, the recording process, let's say, was like that. And um, but I'm very happy that the the way it turned out because like. And uh, he really helps you too, like to you know put together the pieces when when you're there in the studio, and uh, so we are uh, we are really happy with what came out this time, and um, yeah, man. I mean, so far everyone always like said good things. Of course, there's gonna be someone that is gonna be like, "Wow, oh, this is pure shit," but <laughs> you know, it's all right. Two of my favorite tracks on the album are "Claustrophobic Disease" and "Eminent Death." I wanted to yeah. know if you could speak on those tracks. Ah, uh, you you broke up with the uh, with the uh, with the vo- voice. Uh, what did you say? For the... uh, my two favorite tracks on the album are "Claustrophobic Disease" and "Imminent Death." I wanted to know if you could speak on them tracks. Oh yeah, all right, yeah yeah. Uh, those two tracks, I mean, they came up kind of in the middle of the process of the whole process of writing the album and it's like i mean for uh for the music it's uh you know it's uh it's just the the writing process once you have like you know the riff and everything and you put the song together and uh, the last thing was uh was of course the lyrics that were like written on on the music so um once the tracks were like uh done for guitars and uh, all the pre-production for for those like the lyrics were written on it and um i mean they're pretty self-explanatory for both of the songs uh claustrophobic disease is uh it's it all comes from like personal kind of like experiences in life uh, not necessarily my life but you know especially friends around and things so one is of course for uh, you know a bad disease that a friend of mine had so it was kind of like striking you know kind of felt the urge to you know pour it out 
I guess that's what singers do or, uh, or not. But <laughs> so it's uh, like, you know, write it out. And that was like a guy that had the brilliant idea to actually jump off the bridge near my house. So it was uh, a little shocking, let's say. So absolutely. Yeah, I think both of them tracks would be absolute fire live. What is that? Because you broke up again with the with the voice. I think both of them tracks would be absolute fire live. Oh well, yeah. I mean, it's um, we are gonna. There is there is a little guys in the next few days once everything is finalized. But we are gonna start playing live soon, hopefully again and um definitely one of the two songs are going to be in there uh, so imminent death is a uh, is a definitely uh one that is going to be in our live set for future claustrophobic disease maybe not i don't know we'll see <laughs> what track was the hardest for you to lay down as far as uh your craft uh for drums uh, hunt for flesh that's that that was a uh, pretty tough because like it's very fast but it's not about the fast parts because like those were like you know once once you once you are in the mood it's uh it's okay to to push yourself but the the mid section it's not that fast neither but it's like kind of it's it's very for uh music geeks let's say it's like the metric is like 11 4 and uh you have this polyrhythm going on and quite honest. So I'm, uh, that's going to be a live song too. And, uh, hopefully we're going to be able to pull that off, but you know, it should be like a section, but it's definitely the, the hardest one that we, that we faced recording everyone, drums and, uh, guitars and everything. I wanted to ask you as well if you could speak on the album artwork and the artist that was involved. Uh, the the artist who did this uh, was referred to me from uh, Scarlet Records here in Italy, and uh, it's an artist that they used a lot for their artists, and uh, his name is uh, Mario Lopez. And he's a great artist, man. It's like uh, he right away what was the main idea behind it. I, I sent him like a quick sketch. I'm not much of a of a, of a painter. I sent him like a quick sketch of like what would I what was the idea of the whole thing, and you know he came up to me after. Uh, couple months and uh he had this like uh amazing like paint because like it's painted it's all painted the, the, mm -hmm. there's no computer nothing so he came up with that one and man i mean i was blown away right away it's uh it was uh, amazing work that he did so i'm very glad out i also wanted to ask you if you could give my fans a band history lesson tell me how the band started and how we got to where we are today. Well, the band started 
out of my uh when i when i decided uh in before um i used to play in a heavy metal band old school heavy metal like white wizard from los angeles and um mm. i don't know if you're familiar with the guys over there we were signed with uh eric records at the time and uh i was there from uh 2009 almost 10 and the top the, the the three album over the top and uh flying tigers and uh the devil's cut those were uh, and yeah i mean after i i the guys over there i was like you know put together something that i always loved to do which was like to play thrash metal and at the time, it started the idea of uh, of putting together this band. It was 2014, and so uh, I recruited a few guys actually from uh, White Wizard at the time, and uh, it was Eric Kluber on guitars and a good friend of mine, Roman Kovalik on bass, and Roy Levari that at the time was with uh, Devil, you know. Uh, and um, Joseph Michael, he was uh, he was on, on on vocals, and so with that lineup, we did the first EP, the seven song. Yeah, it all started from there. But we were more of we we have always been more of a like studio band. We never did like, especially then in uh, in in Los Angeles, we never did like a live over there also because i moved back to europe and so it's mm -hmm. like everyone was there and i i brought i took the band with me pretty much so i i restarted everything when i was in europe again and that was like 2018 kind of thing i started playing again and in this old school heavy metal band called monument in europe yes yeah and um and that was like the moment where I kind of like found myself again in 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 the loop again, and so I I met all these fantastic musicians, and uh, so I put together the formation again. And at that point was like Dan Bond and Dan Bates on a bass and guitar, Will Walner, uh, an ex White Wizard again on guitar, and Giovanni on vocals, and me on drums, of course. And uh, so we started again. We put together like the the album came in and they came out in 2019 we we produced it together and uh, again with ralph and was kind of the same process that we had for uh for uh, for our last album for uh sacrifice the bastard son and um so 2019 yeah we played we played our first show actually in uh in london that's like the hq kind of where i want the band and um, yeah, after that, like pandemic hit, so not much of a good luck for us. And uh, <laughs> you know, it's right. uh, yeah, it's like we. In fact, many people when like when they saw this coming out again, they were still doing things. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we didn't really have a chance to do anything. So uh, the the album, to be quite honest, was ready already in 2020. And uh, but at the time I was like, 
you know, we are a small reality. Nobody really knows about us. And uh, what am I going to do? Am I going to take the album, put it out there during pandemic? People are going to be like, oh, yeah, cool the album for one month. And then like what? You know, it's going to tank itself. Sure. So at that point, I was like, yeah, let's wait a little more. And when everything opens up and we have like a, a time window of, uh, you know, free time to, to do things. Uh, that's when uh, you know we decided to put it out and uh fortunately uh our label records over here in italy they they picked it up and uh you know they they are doing distribution publicity and all these things and uh, they're doing an amazing job so yeah that's the whole story of the band pretty much in a couple of minutes <laughs> I wanted to ask you if you could speak on your own personal development. At what age did you begin playing drums? Um, I started quite quite late, to be quite honest. That that I have, which I I wish I could find drums earlier in my life. But I started when I was in high school, to be quite honest, like to seriously start like uh, playing drums and it was like third year of high school and i i came from a past of like a few piano lessons and but you know i i never had like a proper development on the instrument based kind of a wall i was like what am i doing here and so i stopped doing that and uh, for a few years i didn't play any instruments at all and then like it all started very randomly like like, well, let's put together like a cover band. They, they wanted to do like offspring, like cover band. And they were like, well, mm. you're going to, they were going to, you're going to sing. I'm like, I, I don't know how to sing. What do you want me to do? I'm like, but my, my neighbor, he's a drummer. And so I was like, my, you know, drum lessons. And it's like, okay, start with that one. Picked up drums actually. And, um, I guess it was my my instrument. I felt like easy, like learning the instrument at the beginning, especially. So I stuck around with that one, and uh, you know, little by little, uh, it, it became my main. I mean, I'm happy where I am, let's say. But I wish I picked it up earlier. And along that journey, what would you say has been the best advice that has been given to you along the way? Oh well, I mean, advices for uh, for drums. Yes, practice. You know, is the usual. <laughs> Get yourself in a into a basement and uh, literally forget about the best years of your life. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's for real, though. It's true. It's a, it's a. You know, you gotta do what you gotta do. If you wanna get good at something, you gotta practice. I mean, it's uh, spend some quality time behind your drum set and or guitar or whatever it is, and you know, you gotta pay your dues in on your instrument if you wanna get like a certain level at least. You know, and well, you never stop learning. You're you never reach that moment where you're like, oh, okay, I'm done. I'm never gonna study drums anymore. I mean. I still study drums. I still try to, you know, expand my vocabulary as much as I can and, you know, try to be the best that I can. 
but I'm very unsatisfied every time. So yeah, that's probably what makes me go keep going. And being a band that is works with the speed that your band does, I wanted to ask you as well, what are some things that you do to warm up before you play? um well i mean it's my my warm-ups are very basic i mean for drummers of course if, if someone that listen is a drummer of course it's uh single doubles to the paradiddles you know you keep going like for half an hour usually before the show and i mean that that kind of gets me going so it's uh nothing really fancy and and crazy but Especially after I left the old school, like heavy metal band, where it kind of like took me down again, like to you know a more paced kind of thing. Uh, especially mm. when I joined again, I mean when I joined when I joined Benediction, that is the band that I play with too. Uh, I had to relearn a lot of things, kind of for stamina. Keep playing like this kind mm. of like faster, faster tempos and. Uh, it kicked my ass for a couple of months, but you know now it's all good. So, and what's the best way to get merchandise and a physical copy of the album? Uh, right now, there is uh, via our label, uh, Punishment Eighteen Rack distribution deal with Plastic Ad, and so you can find. But this is just for uh, for the album, like physical copies of the albums. And we are in the process of actually printing vinyls too. There's going to be like a very oh, great. Yeah, it's just a limited uh, batch of vinyls. And so that that's through Plastic Ad. Uh, for the band merch, we are like printing uh, a hoodie, a... Um, a t-shirt and a hat so far of the of the band merch and uh, we are producing it our singer our new singer actually philip philip snapka uh he he has a printing company like for for merch which is a very lucky thing to have i guess in a in a band absolutely so, yeah so he uh, we're selling it on our uh, website, which is uh, www.omichidaofficial.com, and you can find it all there. It's uh, all labeled. I also wanted to ask you about the origin of the name and how you came to came to gain the name. Um, the name, I mean, the name came. Um, I mean, I was thinking about like some name. I wanted to have like one, just one name, not like, you know, not the multiple kind of like names, like the three words or like just one word. Uh, at the same time, kind of recall my heritage, my Italian heritage. So checked it out on the internet that someone didn't do it already and you know it was free to, to grab mm -hmm. and so it came up to me like that I mean uh, like one of the first three choices let's say but that one 
I think that worked like it's uh, just one word is very easy and uh, kind of like a nice attack to it too when it, when you pronounce it of course uh -huh. nobody pronounces it all right but <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's omichida and it's like way it's like omichida but everyone is like omicida homicida omicidi it's like chida <laughs> <laughs> And lastly, I wanted to ask you, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Um, I mean, it depends. Like for, uh, um, for the old school metal fans, never stop thrashing. That's what I always say, man. And always uh, keep the old school flame alive. You know, support like the... Uh, for the new kids, I'm uh, I'm saying like go check out a little bit of the old school sometimes too, you know. <laughs> sure. Yeah, you yeah, know, keep, right. keep it keep it alive a little bit. I know it's not it's it's a little hard nowadays, especially, but you know, you gotta you gotta pay their you know pay respect for uh, for uh, the old masters too i mean not about us i mean i'm talking about like you know the big names we are like uh, let's say sure and i think that you know thrash just as a genre uh just has such a wide scope i mean you talk about uh, slayer days and yeah and man. things like that i mean you know that stuff is priceless yeah i mean it's an era it's a whole era and i wish i was a to experience it a little more but i mean i still did so i'm i'm very glad about it and uh it's uh i i, I started to play drums especially like the one of the biggest influences was like dave lombardo for me i love the guy biggest biggest influence for me and uh and when i heard hallowates that's where i was like okay i want to do this kind of stuff and uh yes you know it's um it's a it's a great uh, you know metal genre and um yeah and um it still keeps going but as i said you know the the it's a little hard to to to, to take it out on uh on the main you want to do the underground stuff yeah you're gonna be good <laughs> absolutely well i wanted to thank you my friend for taking time to speak with me it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you my friend uh, robert it's been a pleasure for me and thank you very much for having us over uh, for this thank you very much please feel free to update me at any time when any new news comes about hopefully uh Shortly, you'll be able to come up to me with some tour news. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll do. We'll keep you updated to everything. And uh, yeah, as as uh, a few good things are going to pop out in the next few days, uh, we're trying just to, like, you know, uh, settle them down a little. Thing is, uh, is secured. We're going to announce everything for sure. And I'll keep you definitely on the loop, in the loop, man.
And thank, thank you. you. I appreciate it. And you have a great rest of your day, my friend. All right. Take care, my friend. All right. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.